The following episodes contain graphic description of sexual assault and violence, which some listeners may find disturbing. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, you may begin speaking now. This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I bring you crazy stories, informative facts, updates on my husband, advice from my family and friends, and special guests giving their true life stories on the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. Before we jump into the episode, I want to give a small disclaimer. My bonus episodes are for inmates and their families to discuss their experiences within the prison system. Who I choose to interview is taken extremely seriously. Myself and my research team work diligently to bring concrete facts that we have researched. I am not here to take sides nor judge. Everybody has a right to exercise their voice just as much as I have the right to express my opinions, both legal and personal. I do not tolerate any form of disrespect. I will not be bullied nor harassed, threatened nor condoned any violent statements to intimidate or insinuate acts of violence. I do not intimidate easily. Hey guys, and welcome to bonus episode 13, part one. I want to take this time to thank all my listeners and subscribers. Thank you guys so much. I also want to welcome all my new listeners and subscribers. The other day, I checked my listener stats, and when I tell you, I was so geeked by the numbers of the states and the cities that are tuning in. So I definitely wanted to shout out, of course, Georgia. Florida, Texas, Maryland, D.C., Mississippi, Virginia, California, Washington, New York, New Jersey, Indiana, Ohio, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Arkansas, Connecticut, Oregon, Nebraska, South Carolina, Alaska, Missouri, Michigan, Tennessee, and guys, Canada, and Austria. This is so amazing to me, and I want to thank you guys so much. That is 27 out of 50 states. Thank you guys so, so, so much. I also wanted to give you an update on the Freedom Fest, which is going to be July 2nd at Grant Park from 5 to 8 p.m., Guys, listen, this is something that is extremely beneficial for your loved ones that are incarcerated. Demita Bishop Affair is throwing this super, super dope Freedom Fest. You guys can come out and advocate for your family. You can set up booths, sell t-shirts, raise money, tell their stories. Whatever you want to do to advocate and vend for your family, this is the place to be, guys. I myself will be there wearing three different hats. Of course, Cakes by Rashida will be there. I will be providing cupcakes, brownies, all kind of assortment of treats. 
Also, I will be there recording live. So if you guys want to stop by, do an interview, tell your loved one's story, um, put their names out there, whatever you want to do, I will be there recording live. Also, Extra Shot will be there. We will be providing adult drinks and this will be our official introduction to the city. This is myself and my husband's liquor delivery service and we are working on the website and the app right now. So by the time July 2nd comes, we will be in full operational status. So guys, please make sure to come to the Freedom Fest July 2nd, Grant Park from 5 to 8 p.m. This is something that will be extremely, extremely beneficial um, for yourself, your family, your loved ones incarcerated. Um, Come bring your voices. Let them be heard again July 2nd at Grant Park from 5 to 8 p.m. Season 2, guys, is on the way. April 9th, Wetlock Chronicles podcast will be turning three months. Three months. I cannot believe it's been three months. This has been an amazing journey. I am truly, truly grateful for all you guys that tune in. Um, This has been amazing. I'm really loving this. I'm learning a lot and um, I'm just excited for what else is, you know, coming up. There's just so much more to come and I'm, I'm just excited. Um, The first episode will be dropping April 10th. My first live episode will be April 24th. So please, guys, make sure that you continue to tune in, spread the word, um, subscribe, follow, download, whatever you need to do. Again, thank you guys so much. Now we are going to, before I go, before I jump into... um, the updates on my husband. I just really want to shout out everybody that has played a role in helping Wetlock Chronicles podcast get to this point. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're going to jump into my favorite part of all the episodes. That is the updates on my husband. Well, you guys, we have reached my favorite part of the episode and that is giving you the updates on my husband. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you. My husband is super califragilistic espialidocious. And amazing, of course. Yes, guys, he's doing wonderful. He's doing great. His spirits is up. His minutes are low, but they will reload in the next couple of days. And I can't wait because I miss my husband's voice. But outside of that, he's doing great, guys. Thank you so much for continuing to keep him in your prayers, continuing to keep him uplifted. It is so appreciated. Thank you for continuing to keep me in your prayers as well, because you already know your girl needs her prayers. But guys, outside of all of that, my husband is doing great. He's staying positive. He's um staying productive in his case 
working out, keeping himself busy. You know, me, his family, we love him. We support him. We can't wait for him to come home. And I also wanted to give you a quick update on the bonus channel, which will now be exclusively just me and my husband, the Duffies. So with this paid subscription, these episodes will give you a more personal look into our marriage, exclusive conversations, our personal experiences, how we navigate and maintain a healthy marriage, us trying to have a son while we are apart, his case developments. Of course, you will still get exclusive content, early access to certain episodes. But yes, guys, the Duffies will be a paid subscription channel, which you can find on the Apple podcast app, $4.99 a month, $55 for the year. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining me on my journey, our journey. And again, this is bonus episode 13, part one. As you guys know, I have started a support group, Fed Up Wives, supporting wives of incarcerated federal inmates. This is a nonprofit organization set to help both emotionally and mentally, but financial as well. To contact Fed Up Wives, please email fedupwives.org at gmail.com. The contact number is 404 927 8011. Please like and join the Facebook page, Fed Up Wives Organization. You guys have supported me, and now it is time for me to support you. Now back to the show. And here is a quick sneak peek on what's to come on the Duffies. Again, this is bonus episode 13, part one. Man, I can't wait for you to come home. Oh, I'm just gonna skip a day or two, babe. I ain't calling you tomorrow. Fuck that shit. Babe, mm-mm, no. But right in. Babe, which was telling people about the podcast real quick? Oh, and people were telling me about the podcast. Oh, people telling you because they heard it? We live this shit. Gotta talk about it. We are it. We are the podcast. I know, but I at least want to know the reviews of what people saying. Like, oh, they saying that shit fine. <sighs> okay, babe. Uh, that shit fine. Like that shit from take off. Like this call is from a federal prison. And that motherfucker sound good. That shit sound. That shit sound, y'all sound so happy, so successful, you know, I really feel like y'all finna be out of here, y'all finna blow, you know what I'm saying, like shit like that, you know what I'm saying, like that's all I wanted to hear, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, babe, I'm just ready for you to come home, though. Uh, I'm ready to come home. 
So I know it's been a couple of weeks since you guys have been able to get a little bit of Q&A. So of course, I miss my Q&As. You guys know how much I love my Q&As. So today I am going to jump into some of the comments that have been left on the website and up under the episodes. And thank you guys again for tuning in and joining me. Thank you for all the love and support. So now let me jump into some of these comments, guys. So first comment is, I love your show. Your development is so exciting to watch. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next comment is, thank you for turning such a negative into a positive. I love hearing your stories of the day. Thank you. Next comment, I look forward to every new season. Wow, me too. They just develop on their own. I have no idea where I'm going with this, but I am just as excited as you. Next comment, your honesty and your genuine tone is refreshing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been hearing that a lot. Like I tell all my friends, what you guys hear is not what I hear. Oh my God, what I hear is a hot mess. <laughs> but thank you so much. Next comment. Your storytelling is great. Thank you. I tried my best to um tell these stories with care. I mean, especially on the bonus episodes when I'm talking to the different families and, you know, doing the interviews. I try to take my time to um present it the right way. Um, especially when you're talking about something so serious. So thank you so much um, for that. Next comment. I really enjoy the way you tell other stories. You bring a more emotional outlook. Thank you. Um, I try really hard not to take it personal, not to judge, not to be biased. And it's not easy. I'm not going to lie. I just do. I really just don't know how journalists sit and do interviews without just letting loose because it's extremely hard. Um, You will see when I have my live interviews, my facial expressions cannot like they cannot be controlled. So whatever I'm thinking or I want to say, it's definitely going to show on my face. But thank you so much for that comment. Um, Next comment. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I sure will. Next comment. Your growth is everything. Thank you. Um, I'm just trying. I'm trying my best. I'm doing the best that I can. Um, I'm still learning. In the beginning of this podcast, I wanted to make sure that people understood I was going to make mistakes. I was going to ramble. I was going to say um a lot. I was going to, you know, trip over some words, stumble here and there. But um, you guys have bared with me and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Okay, the last comment. You need your own dateline. That voice, your passion. I can see you on TV. <laughs> thank you so much. Ooh, um, I don't know. I watch crime TV all the time. Dateline is actually one of my favorite shows and I don't know how they do it. Like these cases are so overwhelming. I could not imagine doing this like all the time, like talking about all these different cases, um, injustices, like it is already overwhelming to me, but thank you for the comment. Um, 
it that means a lot i mean i would love to see myself on tv too so we'll put that out in the universe but again thank you so much thank you for everybody who's left comments and questions um i will get to them it's not gonna be um every friday on the bonus episodes because now they are dedicated to the families and the loved ones are incarcerated people and i want to be able to tell their stories so thank you for all the comments thank you for all the questions and i will definitely as the episodes progress i will definitely um from time to time address them so again thank you so much for tuning in this is bonus episode 13 part one hey guys now i am sure you all have been wondering will jojo and michelle still be a part of the show as i enter into a new season well, yes, they will. Being able to understand the journeys of others is why they're here. This is exactly why they're an intricate part of this podcast. Yes, we play a lot, we joke a lot, but we also are here to bring awareness. And what better way than for the two people who have walked in these shoes um, to tell this story? And they are so appreciated. I am so glad that they have been on this journey with me and we will continue on. Yes, Jojo and Michelle are here to stay. So now we are going to jump into conversations with myself, Jojo and Michelle. Nothing much, ladies. What is going on? Oh my gosh. Um whew, I have been so tired. Like when I tell you I have been so tired. Um I need to take me a break last week. So, you know, we didn't do the recording last I didn't podcast at all last week. I, I just needed to take a break. Um, I think these interviews and talking to these families and all the stuff, just hearing their stories, it's like yeah. pissing me off. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to do these interviews. Like, like when I talk to you guys, you know, it's kind of like let your hair down. You know, we talk right. shit, laugh, play, get serious. But when I do the interviews, it's like, oh my God, I have to keep my composure and not blurt out certain stuff I want to say because I get so angry. I get so pissed off. Um, and, you know, I got to stay professional. Like, I don't know how journalists do it because if I'm sitting there interviewing someone and just to hear, you know, some of the stuff they talk about, the trauma that they experience and stuff like that, it's like you got to have so much restraint to be like, okay, so, you know, such and such and such and such, instead of saying like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just really be wanting to get in my feelings, but I know I, I, I can't, I can't reflect that. You know what I mean? So it it's just I don't know it's just very overwhelming and um right I just needed a break to kind of sit in it and then just try to figure out this journey that I'm on because now it's it's taking a few lefts and a few rights you know rather than what I thought it was just gonna be you know about me and my husband and all this kind of stuff um. I don't know, but I needed a break last week. And then this week I kind of flipped the shows around because I, I yeah. didn't have, I didn't have the energy really. I didn't, but I went on and recorded Friday and I recorded Sunday, but I did Sunday show Friday and Friday show 
Sunday. So I'm like, okay, next week, you know, I'll get everything back on track. But that's really much, that's pretty much everything on my end. I've been buying a lot of law books, you know, trying to, you know, study and learn some things. So when I do interview these people, you know, I want to make sure that I'm making sense and I can um give the correct, you know, statements or, you know, legal opinions. I don't want to just be talking about stuff and I don't really know, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's not going to do anybody any good. So I've been trying to get stuff and study, learn some things. Um, and it's quite interesting. Um, I will say this. I think I'm only going to focus on certain, um, people's stories, like maybe once or twice a month. Because between Matthew, um, right. Ashley, and John, their story is enough for me right now. Like, the yeah, stuff that yeah. they got going on, you know, I don't know. Uh, we haven't really talked, but the stuff that they have going on with um, Ashley, Morgan, and John Kite, you know, they basically went to go confront a guy who had been basically, you know, sexually assaulting, violating, however you want to word it, uh, her 14-year-old daughter. And when she went, when they went there to talk to the guy, they went to talk. When they went to go talk to the guy, the guy just come out and just started shooting. Um, One of the kids ended up getting shot. You know what I'm saying? I just found out during one of the, during my interview that the, the boyfriend ended up getting shot. Two Ashley's boyfriend ended up getting shot. But what's so disturbing about this whole situation is that they are doing, they are in jail. Both of them are in jail. John Kite got 30 years, but he got 30 years because he was protecting these children and his girlfriend from possibly getting killed. So he has 30 years. Um, Ashley, she got sentenced five. I think she only has to do three. But the, the, doing any time for trying to go confront somebody from touching your child is just ludicrous to me. But the guy, he hasn't done any time. He was never arrested. He was never locked up. Allegations came out about him messing with these girls. Nothing was done about that. He's a convicted felon. John was a convicted felon as well. But this guy didn't go to jail at all. He Nothing happened to him. And he was shooting as well. So it's just, it's upsetting that this man has to do 30 years of his life for protecting these kids. Yeah, you know, and 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 no, but in Florida, it's a stand your ground in Florida, and it's also yeah. a no retreat, meaning that if you can avoid the violence, okay, you retreat. But if somebody's coming out the gate shooting at you, you can't retreat. You can't avoid it. So I don't yeah. even know why that didn't even play a factor for him. Like he had a stand your ground hearing, and he lost, and I'm still confused on how he lost because there was no way you can't retreat if somebody's shooting at you right like i know you know so it's 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 his his situation ashley will be home like next year like either december or february or something like that no she should not have done any time but john has to do 30 years that's crazy like for real rashida like this is like it comes back to like how policing, you know, when people talk about mass incarceration, we're talking about defunding the police. And that means like giving citizens back the 
um, their own autonomy, like to be able to like provide mutual aid and defend like each other mm-hmm. versus you giving one set group the authority to kind of provide protection that's skewed because they do not know the context of the situation. So it happens all the time. It's happening many of many places in many cases. Yeah. Like, it's become so big now. I mean, we've seen it play out and even, you know, all these social justice cases, you know, that just recently popped up in the news, even down to George Floyd. Like, it is, like, the way we react to, um, like, situational violence um, is not something that we even... Um, like it's not something like we are skilled or trained for like we have i I think like when even when it comes down to the police like we need to um like come together and be more um understanding that we all work together cohesively every community Mm -hmm. like i'm responsible for you you're responsible for me when we get back to thinking like that then we change the way authority intercepts into our lives yeah. Right now, we just defend on the police. We just depend on the police. Like, okay, this happened. I'm calling the police. Right. Like, right. Versus this happened, and now let's deal with this within our family, within our community. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's um. It's it's very uh it's very difficult, you know, to take all that in, and then you know I really have I, I have so many conclusions I've come to, and I know one of them that I've come to is it's thing it just seems like they pick and choose, they pick and choose, you know what I'm saying? You got one person that could be doing a, have could have done the same thing, and it, it the outcome would not be the way this outcome is. It's like they pick and they choose um how they want to spend the law how they want to incorporate the law into it, how they want to word it. You know, I feel like it's a lot of legal jargon, double talking. Um, And it's just, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. And I I wish, oh my God, I wish I could just, you know, it's this TV show I used to watch called Charm. You know what I'm saying? I wish I had a way that I could warp myself back into... (laughs) Whoever whoever started these laws and I could just go in. I know which which person was that? That was um oh all of them. Not all of them, but I but it was really um Prue 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 could Prue could go. Yeah, the black hair. Like I wish I could go back and like rewrite. You know what I'm saying? And then just come back to the to the to the normal world. So I could just go back, change the laws real quick, and just warp back into 2022 because. You know, I, I I joke and I play around with Didi, and I always say, "Girl, I think vampires, you know, wrote a lot of these these laws because they old as hell, they ancient as hell, and it's got to be the coldest." You know, vampires are cold; they have no heart. You know what I'm saying? Blood suckers, cold hearted people had to come up with these laws. They had to because they they make no sense, and definitely for 2022, a lot of that shit that they have. It doesn't even coincide with what the world is now. Like you take um the the uh what is it? Uh um uh, in commerce, uh interstate commerce and things like that. Or you you take the, when people get in trouble and and they say 
you know, they use the laws of, of railroad, like the railroad system and just different, different things like that. You know, you have, um, social media bullying and, and harassing and things that weren't like that back then. I just think some of this shit needs to be updated. You know what I mean? Like, like how they update a lot of policies and th- it needs to be updated. It really oh, needs to be updated. That's why we get our get our our kids to be future lawmakers, lobbyists, and lawyers and judge and and get them to change laws because these laws are insane. Yeah, they're they're very ancient and very old and and very um very um yeah yeah I was gonna I I had a word but I knew I went I I, I ain't even gonna say it but yeah it, it's it's that it's racist. <laughs> it's racist basically yeah it, it's it's definitely that but. Yeah, um, so, you know, it, it makes me, it makes me, it, it makes me think about even with y'all, like, I, I, you know, every day I'm thinking, I'm, oh my God, it's like I'm thinking about everybody at this point. Like, my mind is constantly on Matthew, it's on John, it's on Ashley, it's on my husband, it's on y'all, it's on, like, damn, how can I change this shit? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, and the only thing I could do is just keep talking about it you know what i'm saying people yeah, are listening um you um you know you are the the prime definition of what happens when people become aware and awake exactly you know like that's why you know it took somebody to tell you or talk to you about it or you had to hear something and listen to actually kind of get an insight to it and therefore you was made aware and once you were made aware and you realize, hey, this situation ain't, it's not fair for everybody. That's when you should yeah. begin to start to act. And your act is the same way they acted on you, which is making other people aware. Yep. So it's not, oh, this is all I can do. Rashida, you are doing a whole hell of a lot, for sure. real. I'm going to tell you something. This this right here was something I've been trying to avoid for a very long time because, um, like, you know, when I, I used to watch CNN, all day and and i can remember like my dad used to be like listen you you can't watch cnn all day because it would have me so upset and so angry and i would be like i can't i gotta step away from stuff like this you know what i'm saying like not saying i'm a person who would just turn the other cheek because i've never been that type of person but i always felt like See, I couldn't have been a person who was born in the 70s i would be dead by now you see what i'm saying because I'm not going to let nobody talk to me crazy. I'm going to stand up. And if I got to fight, I'm going to fight. So I always just felt like the anger would get me in so much trouble. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. Like, it, it, that's why I don't want to advocate. I don't want to be an advocate. They, they, I'm going to be advocating for my damn self to get out of trouble because I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't like it. I just had a situation... Well, I was at a restaurant and um, this the guy gave me the wrong food. You know what I'm saying? And I'm coming to him like, hey, you know, I got the wrong food. He did it the first time. He 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 just tried me, and he basically was like, oh no, like you bit into it. You got to keep it and you got to pay for it. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm not gonna sit here and be treated like a dog. I'm not gonna spend my money on something that I didn't pay for, and you're telling me that I have to eat it like I'm an animal. And I'm going to have to pay for it. Oh, no. I just knew that day I was going to jail. And I was okay with it. Had it had to happen that way because you're not going to treat me like an animal and you're not going to take my money. That is why I always kind of 
stayed away from um the advocating and standing up for people because it becomes very personal for me you know what i'm saying i don't like to see people taken advantage of i don't like to see people do done the wrong way and i'm gonna speak up and they gonna hate me when i do i mean they hated jesus <laughs> yeah, they did. They hated Martin. They hated King. Jesus. They hated Martin. They hated Malcolm. They hated Gandhi. They hated anybody who's gonna go against the social norm. You know what they do? They categorize you as conflictual. Oh, they always about conflict or anger. They so aggressive. Yeah. No, let me tell you something. No, I'm just not gonna go with the flow. <laughs> I'm not gonna go with the flow. Okay, if the mm -mm. flow ain't going the right way, exactly, and that's just straight up. I hate that this conversation is kind of like kind of angry, but at the same, but time, you know what? It's really not real. really angry. It's just really real. Like it just really, it's it's you know. It should be angry. Hell. It's it's angry, but it's like you said, it's just an awareness. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, when you become woke, you know what I'm saying? I hear I'm I get angry when people wake me up out my sleep, and that's how I feel. I feel like I just got yeah. woke up out my sleep. <laughs> and I'm mad because I but other than that, you know, like I said, it's just a it's just a lot and um i've been you know doing these interviews and stuff and that's why i said for the next season you know i want to when we talk you know i always want to get you guys's opinions on the different things because you know you just know firsthand you probably seen people come in and out with these type of stories and i mean you know for somebody that's on the inside you know and watching other people get done wrong too it's like damn i'm i'm really starting to believe it's like 85 percent of the people locked up didn't do any of the shit that they in jail for i swear to god i'm feeling like Girl, that you right better now. Preach. i really feel like it's 85 percent. like i don't even think it's like a 50 percent or 30 percent. i really feel like it's 85 percent. it's so many people that's getting exonerated it's so many people doing 23 some odd years just to be found not guilty so what i'm learning is you gotta basically get convicted and you gotta sit for about 10 years to be free come on man yes you do yes you do i'm telling you it's guilty to proven innocent yeah it's guilty and never proven yeah never for real that is crazy like you gotta get stuck in the system before you can be found innocent yep you do baby and it's 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 so sad because you know then when they get out you know they 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 want to throw the civil lawsuits and you know oh the the 4.5 10 million dollars but time is priceless you can't give me 40 something million dollars and after me giving you 23 years of my life like no by the time you know then you get now 60 and 70 years old what what, what can i do at 70 with 43 million dollars i mean i can't i can't i can't really live live like how i you know what i'm saying now, i can do it i can do it at, at my age now but 70 man i can't party like a rock star I can't travel the way I want to travel. You know, my body gonna be different. I can't move how I want to move. So you just that that shit does not satisfy twenty three years of somebody's life. 
And it's 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 just it's just completely crazy. So yeah, the podcast is 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 taking some some spins and some turns. Um, you know, I mean, it's still all happy love, kissy kissy, and all that when it comes to my husband and things like that. But you know, I don't know why these people chose to jump on my podcast, but. God has planned for you, baby. You they, gotta follow things. They, they are on it. And, um, you know, and, and everybody I interview is extremely happy with their interviews. Like, you know, I get a lot of great feedback on, you know, how I've made them feel. Oh, my God, I always make people cry. I haven't done an interview yet where nobody started crying. Mm. I know. <laughs> like I haven't, and I'm like, oh, I can, I can tell when them tears coming. I'd be like, oh, so yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, baby. Tears are refreshing. Woo. But are outside, crazy. outside, you know, I'm trying to make me cry. Like shit. Shut up, Jojo. Your ass so damn crazy. <laughs> You need to be you, you look you the damn you the damn buffer because you're gonna find something retarded to say in the midst of somebody about to cry. <laughs> but other than that, so I somebody is both of y'all just started school? Yes, today's our first uh quarter. Now Jojo, don't you be the class clown. <laughs> Yeah, not, we're not in the same classes. Online. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying, don't don't start nothing. Yeah. So what what is um um what are y'all in in school for? You know, of course, you know the listeners probably gonna want to know what what y'all in school for and how does it feel to be back your first day of school? Oh my God. So I ain't getting no outfit. My <laughs> children's first day of school. <laughs> my bachelor's in psychology. I got um. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm taking intro to life coaching and biopsychology today. Okay. And Michelle's taking um, what am I taking? Oh, quantitative methods. Okay. And they just said ding, 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 count. Oh damn. I know. I know. Well, I ladies, you know what? Girl. We we um, you know we we got we got time, so we'll be good. Yeah. We'll be good. We'll be okay. good. The the- she believes not the Coming this August 13th, my true crime podcast, Milk and Cereal, with myself and my best friend Farah, will be covering America's most infamous serial killers. So join us every Saturday morning for breakfast and murder. You can follow us on Instagram at Milk and Cereal Pod, where we will be updating as we get closer and closer to our first episode. The 1970s weren't just a time of endless partying at the local disco. There was also a much darker side to the era, as multiple notorious killers collectively targeted hundreds of victims. Here are the most dangerous serial killers of the 1970s. I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. In Los Angeles, Charles Manson went to court today. Charles Manson said he was happy today, that he is always happy, even though he is charged with seven murders. Well, did any questions my sanity? 
Are you saying? I question him, huh? Are you saying? Saying? Yes. That's relative. What does it feel like to kill somebody? Word, Charles. Word is that you're an old woman. Word is you have turkey in sky. Word is, I don't know what word is. Somebody else tell you that. I didn't tell you Did that. Did you kill Shay? Hell no. Did you cut the human's ear off? Hell yes. Any sense of rehabilitation? None whatsoever. Continue to see him behind bars? Like to see him there? I think for the rest of his life. You've got it stuck in your brain that I murdered somebody. What do you want to call me a murderer for? I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. I have it here. Believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left. Charles Manson was turned down for parole for the eighth time on a unanimous vote by a three-member board. Just yesterday, Charles Manson told the California Parole Board he didn't mind staying in prison a little while longer because he's working on his website. Today in California's Corcoran State Prison, Charles Manson had his ninth parole hearing. The official reason Manson was denied parole today, quote, he hasn't followed the instructions recommended to him previously and has violated 17 prison rules in the past five years. The bottom line, Manson's never getting out. One of the more bizarre chapters in recent American criminal history has come to an end. The end for Ted Bundy, a 42-year-old killer who left a trail of at least 20 murders from one end of the country to the other, came in the electric chair of Florida State Prison, an execution ordered after state and federal appeals were exhausted, an execution that set off cheering from those who had called for Bundy's death. Bundy, with his head shaven and his feet bare, was escorted to the chair by two guards. He appeared to be composed and at times even smiled. Just hours before, he told James Dobson, a radio show host, he felt great remorse and his crime should be a warning of the dangers of pornography. I deserve certainly the, the most extreme punishment society has, and I deserve, I think society deserves to be protected from me and from others like me, that's for sure. Each time I'd harm someone, each time I'd kill someone, there'd be an enormous amount, uh, especially at first, uh, enormous amount of, of, of horror, guilt, remorse afterwards. An eyewitness later described Ramirez entered the courtroom wearing sunglasses and shackles. He's accused of 43 crimes, including 13 murders and multiple counts of rape, robbery, sodomy, and oral copulation. Outside the courtroom, metal detectors were used to beef up security. Dozens of spectators crowded the hallway, hoping to get a glimpse of the accused serial killer. Ramirez was captured nearly three and a half years ago by an angry group of citizens in East L.A. He was caught trying to steal someone's car. Police say he had terrorized much of greater Los Angeles by entering homes through unlocked doors or windows. Authorities say he raped, robbed, and killed many of his victims. Most were in the San Gabriel Valley. Both Wetlock Chronicles podcast and Milk and Cereal True Crime podcast are a part of 1329 Media and Production Company, RT Brand, LLC, and Extra Entertainment. Wetlock Chronicles podcast will still be dropping each and every Friday and Sunday with Season 3 beginning September 4th. Thank you guys for joining me on yet another part of my journey. To follow this podcast, you can find it on Facebook and Instagram under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, Twitter Wetlock Podcast, 
and be sure to subscribe to the show's YouTube channel by clicking the link in the show's description. To get updates on season two, live episodes, discussion forums, and much more, visit wetlockchronicles.com. You can also get the link to sign the petition for Matthew Baker Jr. within the show's description. Thank you guys again for joining me. Please stay blessed, stay safe, and welcome to Wetlock. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs>